Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skill needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, 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 and welcome, everyone. This is Clarence Caldwell at True Life Academy. I am am your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. And I am so, so excited and happy to have you join us tonight. So hello and welcome, and yes, good morning. Good morning. Yes, it is morning no matter what time it is, no matter where in the world you are or when you're listening to this. It is morning because if you are listening to what we are saying, then you are waking up, waking up to your true life. And I, as always, want to just remind you of three things. If you live this way, you will begin to see changes in your life and you'll begin to see things happen that are amazing. First of all, live with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks because Happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, give. Give of yourself. Give of your time. Give when you can. When you give to others, you're actually receiving because you're giving to yourself at the same time. You know, there's this thing about all of us being one. We all come from the same life force, the same life source that makes your heart beat and makes your breath. Everything that you have comes from that same life force. And because of that, We're all connected and we're all one. So when you give to someone else, you're giving to yourself. And then thirdly, because we have this gift, this power, I call it a superpower. We're superheroes because we have this power and it is the power to choose, the power of choice. Because you have that, there's one thing you must do before making your choices. Love. Love yourself. Love first and then choose. And if you lived your life that way this past week, I know you have made an amazing week for yourself and you've made an amazing week for the people around you. Tonight, you and I are going to talk about something that is very, very valuable to living that life, to living that amazing life, to creating the reality that you want to live into. And that's about you. It's about believing in yourself. Belief. Belief is a strange word. I mean, it is something that We use that word a lot when we talk about, well, I believe this or I believe that or I have a certain belief. And I think it gets misrepresented quite often. And so what I'm going to try to do is clear it up for you, the true belief that you have in yourself and how that differs possibly from any other belief that you might have, but how important it is because it is the one thing that begins shaping your life, your belief in yourself begins to shape your life. Now, before we're done today, I'm also going to give you a couple of tools you can use to easily shape your belief, which in fact will shape your life. So if you, if you're, if you've been listening to us last week, especially, I went through a teach model. I call it a teach model. It's T E A C 
H, teach. And each of those, those letters, obviously it's an acronym, and each of those letters stands for something. I call those the five secret steps to becoming your best you. And the first one is your thoughts. What you think every day. The fact you've got hundreds of thousands of thoughts going through your head every day. If you are not really clear on your thoughts, you can create beliefs that aren't very clear and that can have an issue. So we're not going to go through E, A, C, and H. If you want to know what the rest of those stand for and you did not get it last time, then um, by the end of this show, there will be a model that I will provide to you. If you just go to clarencecaldwell.com slash teach, clarencecaldwell.com slash teach, you have to have the slash teach in there, T-E-A-C-H, then you'll get a copy of that model. Um, but tonight we're going to go over the T piece, and not really the way we did last week. We just talked about thoughts and how important those thoughts are. I think you get that right now. But we're going to take a deeper dive because the thoughts that you have create your beliefs. And, you know, it's, it's simple to understand, but with most things that are simple, there's usually, um, I'll just say, a great amount of power behind it that's helpful to understand also. Because we take things on their simplicity and then we try to apply them and then something doesn't quite work and we think, well, that should have been simple, but it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because we really haven't embraced the true power behind the simplicity of, of what it is we're trying to accomplish. Let's just take something like mathematics, okay, or arithmetic. One plus one equals two. And I think most of you would agree with that. You know, there's something powerful in that formula. One plus one equals two. And the power that lies in that formula is because it is so basic, it is so simple, and it is the foundation of our higher math understanding or our, our understanding of, of, of arithmetic and, and math overall. So one plus one equals two might seem very rudimentary, very simple, very basic to you, but it is really important because it sets up the understanding that we use to build a more complex understanding of mathematics. So simple is good, but there's power behind the simplicity. Have you ever heard people say from time to time, you know, I just have to have a more positive attitude. You know, if I had a positive attitude, I, I think I would be doing better. Or, you know, something might, something negative might come up for them and, and, um, and they will say, I've heard people say, you know, I always try to think positive thoughts, positive thoughts. And that is very simple, simply stated. And you may have to remind yourself from time to time when something goes wrong that I just have to have positive thoughts. Just think positive. Just think positive. There is power in positive thinking. Absolutely. You know, you might just say, I have to have this positive mindset. You know, it's all very simple. And all of these are important and critical to creating the life and the reality that you experience day to day. There's no doubt about it. If you, if you don't believe it, just try it. Try it for, for a week, just for one week. If you can just make sure every time you have a negative thought, just catch yourself 
And when you have that negative thought about anything, it could be about your job, it could be about your weight, your health, could be about your finances. When a negative thought creeps in, just try this for one week. I'm just going to ask you to do it for one solid week that you stop and purposefully and deliberately start feeding positive thoughts into your consciousness about that item. Just feed consciously and positively, purposefully and deliberately positive thoughts about whatever it is that you're having a negative thought about. Now, that sounds simple enough, right? And, and if you're not very practiced at doing this, it might take a while for you to, to do it without thinking much about it. So it becomes, it becomes a habit. So if you can get this simple thing down where you think positive about something that has been a negative thought for you, and it might come up for you at any moment in, in your day, shift that thought to something positive, then you do that for a while and it will become a habit. Now, habits are, are kind of interesting because it's been widely believed that it takes about 21 days to create or break a habit. 21 days to create or break a habit. That, um, that's three weeks. That's almost a month. And, you know, it's, it sounds like a long time, but I will tell you this. There, I, I've been doing some research on this and, uh, in health and wellness magazines and, and uh, uh, looking at uh, online at what people are saying about it. There was a study uh, that was done in London in the U.K., in 2010, actually, by the University of College of London, um, there was a research psychologist named Pippa Lally who did this research about creating and breaking habits. And now the, the data that was reported was based on people self-reporting, here's what I do, here's what works for me. So it, it might be a little suspect in terms of how accurate the high error rate that might be along with this data. But what it said was that there is no magic number of days to create a habit. If you do something over and over and over again, a lot of times it turns into um, 300 days before it really becomes a habit. It might become a habit in, in 21 days. It might become a habit in, in less than that for you, depending on how broken that that habit is or how ingrained a different habit might be in your mind, it might take 21 days and it might take 300 days. They say on average with this study, on average, it was 60, I believe it was 66 days to break a habit or to create a new habit. And so you think, okay, 21 days, uh, that I could probably do. 60 days might be tougher. Well, I'm here to tell you that if you can do this, what I'm asking you to do, just think of something positive every time something negative comes up. Do it for seven days. I will tell you that the first seven days are probably the hardest. So if you do that for seven days, you begin to move into that 21-day, that 60-day uh, routine where it then becomes a habit after, let's like, say, six, 60 days, two months or so. Now, it seems like a long time, and you think it would be easier to do that. But if you have a habit that you're breaking, then it could take a lot longer. If it's a brand new habit that you're just creating, then replacing 
um, the old habit or just creating the new habit might take a little less time. We're going to talk about how to create the right thoughts and the right habits so that you can impact the belief that you have. So it's no longer something that you have to think about. It just happens for you. So that's what we're talking about tonight. Um, I think you're going to learn a lot from this, and I think it will help you tremendously overall. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we'll get right into it. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. How's your job going these days? Stop the frustration with your career. Give yourself the advantage in breaking through to the next level. What you will need to be successful are the insights and strategies that will work for you. Hi, this is Clarence Caldwell. You know me from True Life Academy, a powerful podcast that is reaching millions of people around the world. What you may not know is that I've spent many years as an executive for some of the largest companies in the United States. Whether you're trying to break the $200,000 income barrier or just wanting a fulfilling career, our leadership mentor programs are just what you need. Visit me at ClarenceCaldwell.com or call us at 8883 090917. That's 8883 Your time is now. Let's break through to the next level of your career. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment with more transformational keys for success here is your host clarence caldwell hello welcome back we are talking about breaking some old habits some bad habits and one of those habits the one that we're really interested in breaking today is the negative thinking it's the the thing that gets in your way for creating the life that you want the thing that gets in your way for creating the reality that you experience that you want to experience because you're creating that reality already anyway so if you have a mind full of negative thoughts then you're creating an environment that will reflect that and so what we want to do is is really get to a place where we are creating the environment that we want and in order to do that we have to instill those thoughts in our mind so that they become prevalent and we don't really have to think about it much it just becomes the way of the world for us you know if you if you think about having to create that habit and how long it might take it might seem a little daunting but just think about how how long you've been on this earth you've had uh, plenty of time to create a ton of habits now, I mean, just realize how often you heard this one plus one equals two. I mean, we talked about that as, as being one of the things that that is in your mind as a powerful but understated uh, foundation for math. But one plus one equals two. You know that. We all know that. But there was a time when you didn't know that. There was a time when you were, I don't know, age two, three, four, or five, when the first time you heard one plus one equals two, you weren't really sure what that meant. You wanted to understand it, and your parents probably tried to, under, trying to explain it to you so you could understand it, but one plus one equals two 
is is it's just it's a belief it's a habit it's it's just part of your foundation of of knowledge right now and that's what you want if you're going to build on that and so to create that you had to hear it over and over and over again that one plus one equals two. One plus one equals two. In fact, you had to experience it. You had to experience having one of this and one of the same thing and then saying, well, that's two, I guess. And, and so experiencing something also helps you create the habit if you experience it enough, if you experience it over and over and over again, if you hear it over and over and over again, if you think it over and over and over again, you begin to create the habit for yourself. And habits are important. Bad habits, probably not good, but the fact that you can create habits is important. It, you know, and when I think about one plus one equals two, it reminds me of, uh, of not knowing, you know, as a kid, you may not have known uh, what that meant until you really started figuring it out. And I saw a scene, and I don't know really where it was. It was either in a, in a movie or it was some comedy. Uh, uh, maybe it was The Little Rascals. I don't know if any of you have ever watched that, that show many years ago. It was called The Little Rascals. And there was a scene in that movie, in that show, that two little kids were splitting up a bag of jawbreakers, candies. So they had this bag full of jawbreaker candies, and they were splitting it up. And this, I'll just call it the older kid, maybe the smarter kid, was in charge of the bag of candies and said, we're going to split this up evenly, and um, here's how we're going to do it. And so he sits, he sits down with the, with the other kid, and there are two kids splitting this big bag of jawbreakers, and he says, okay, one for you, and one for me, two for you, and three for me, three for you, and four for me. And so it kept going on and on like this. So every time they had to this exchange, the smarter kid, the bigger kid, would always get more. And, uh, and so it makes me, makes me smile when I, when I Think about that, because if you're not very versed in the basics of one plus one equals two, um, you could get short-ended. You could be dealing with something um, that's bigger, you know, a bigger, smarter kid that's taking advantage of your, your, uh, your ignorance, let's just say, because you really need to understand the basics. You really need to create the habit of the foundation of one plus one equals two in order to move up. So if you... Let me just ask you this. Do you believe that one plus one equals two? Of course you do. You, 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 you not only, you not only were, were taught this, but you've, you've tested it a million times probably, and, and you see the results of it. So you now have the knowledge that backs up your experience. Um, and by the way, the quickest way to instill a new belief or a new habit is to experience it. When you experience something, you begin to say, okay, I get it now. I know it now. And so that's what we really want to do. By the end of this show, I'm going to give you something that allows you to experience a shift so that you can start to create new habits, new beliefs. You know, if I, if I say water is wet or fire is hot, I'm going to ask you, do you believe that? It's like saying one plus one equals two. And I said, no, that's not true. If I told you water is wet and fire is hot, 
And I and you said, yes, I believe that. And I said, no, it's not true. What would that evoke from you? What would you say to me if I told you that wasn't true? You would likely call me a liar, maybe, or tell me to get lost and stop. You know, you would stop listening to me because I would be saying something that breaks the truth that you know as a belief. So if I tell you you're wrong about your belief that water is wet and fire is hot, you will not even hear me. You will discount what I say. You will, you will tell me that I, I don't know what I'm talking about, that you know better because you've experienced it, because you know it to be truth for you. You know, think about something, just think about something that you believe about yourself. I mean, really believe about yourself. The same way that you believe fire is hot and, and water is wet. Can you think of anything? I'll give you a couple of seconds. Think about something about yourself that you believe so wholeheartedly that it is, it is true. I mean, you might believe that you're very smart. You, know, you might believe that you're, you're very pretty or very handsome. You might believe that you're, you're financially very rich. You might believe that you're, you're not so smart, that you're dumb, that you're ignorant, that, that you're strong. Or you might believe that you're weak. You, you know, the list goes on and on. We have these beliefs about ourselves that play over and over in our minds. We hear them all the time from other people. We might experience something that... Um, validates that belief. Uh, and then we tell ourselves that the thoughts that we hold about ourselves really validate and reinforces the belief that we have. So what is your water being wet and your fire being hot about yourself? What is that belief you hold about yourself that is kind of unshakable? You know, if, if you pick something that is as real to you as water being hot, excuse me, water being wet and fire being hot, then what would you do if I told you you were wrong, that that belief was wrong? You, you'd probably do the same thing as if I told you one and one plus one does not equal two. You'd probably tell me, I, you know, go pound sand or something, you know, you're a liar or, or you might just ignore me. You know, that's how powerful belief is. And when you recognize that you have a belief inside of you, that once you truly believe something about yourself, that no one can easily tell you anything different or that you're wrong. So that's the importance of belief. If you believe so much about whatever it is, fire hot, water wet, about yourself, what is your fire, what is your water about yourself that you believe that no one can tell you anything different? You might hear it as, as something positive. Somebody might come to you and say, you're wrong, but here's, here, you know, you're not really dumb. Here's, here's what I see in you. You're, you're very smart. I, I see that. Here's an example of how smart you are. But if you don't believe that, even if it's a positive thing, you may want to believe it. But if you really don't believe it, if your habit of your current belief is the way it is, it will not change. Because that belief that whatever it was that brought you to that level of belief about yourself was done over more than 21 days, I can guarantee you.
probably over a lifetime, probably over more than 60 days, 300 days, probably several years. You, this belief that you have about yourself has been there for a very long time. So for someone to come up like me and say, hey, that's wrong. Your belief is wrong. Here's what's really true about you. It's going to have almost zero impact, no impact on you. So that's important to know that you have this belief about yourself that really is not going to change very easily. And so I don't want to make this sound like you can change your belief overnight. What I'm going to give you in terms of tools to help begin that process are very, very powerful. And they can and will help you change whatever that belief is that you don't want about yourself. You know, so even if I present evidence to you that proves my assertion of whatever it is that I'm saying uh, about your belief, your deep-rooted, long-held beliefs will override anything that I say, anything that you see outside of, 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 of what's going on inside of you. Your emotions and your actions will continue to reflect the current long-standing belief that you have about yourself. Just like one and plus one equals two, this is, the only, this is only real to you because you've experienced it and, and you've heard it from everyone else time and time again. That's validation, right? One plus one equals two to you. And it will always be that way for you. That's the foundation of your math. But, you know, just, um, just like everything else, it could, it could be something different. You know, you know, if I say I was born in a place where the number two... And the number three are in different places, and they, you know, they, the two is really a three, and the three is really a two. You know, how cruel would that be, number one? But so for me, one plus one equals three. And I could say that and feel confident in it because that's what I've been taught, that's what I know, that's what I've learned. But if I said that to you, you'd say I'm crazy because my belief would be different than yours. I know it's a simple example, but, um, you know, the, the truth of the matter is. You can't tell me anything that shakes my belief. That has to come from me. So even though that example of one plus one equals three might not be possible or realistic, but you know that it's true for you when someone says um, something different about you, what you believe in yourself. You know, I, I, I do whole workshops um, with young inmates every week and uh, inmates of the juvenile detention system. And I will give you a, a little insight to what came up for, for us last week when I held that workshop for them. Uh, it, it, I get so much, so much insight when I speak to them, when I hear them talk, when I hear them reflect back to me what their lives are like and what they go through and their their thought process, their beliefs in themselves, or lack of belief, um, so insightful. I want to share something with you when we get back from the break, because I think you can learn from this. This is very powerful stuff. I hope you're getting it, and uh, we'll be back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. This is Toginet. 
Cutting Edge Radio. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, welcome back. We are talking about the belief that you have about yourself. You know, of all the beliefs that we have, we believe that water is wet and fire is hot and the sky is blue and and the grass is green and and, and, uh, marshmallows are soft. And we believe everything that we've seen, experienced, and we also agree on. There are things that we... As a society, as a world, as humans, we all agree on on certain things, and that becomes our belief as well. And it could be in terms of religion. It could be you know groups of people who believe a certain thing, and groups other groups that believe something else. They all share similar beliefs. But when it comes to belief about you, that doesn't need to be shared with anyone for it to be impactful to your life. What you believe about you is the most important thing uh, of your belief system. So if we have groups of people who believe different things about anything, how do we even get along? How do many of us get along? And the truth of the matter is many of us don't get along. And we don't get along sometimes because of that belief. It, It shows up in politics. It shows up at work. It shows up, you know, in a number of places and we all have the strong enough belief in whatever it is that we will defend it. We will fight for it. Have you ever believed something so much that you would be willing, willing to die for it, to fight for it? I mean, that is a belief like no other, right? But what if I were to tell you that you were wrong about that belief? That would just, it would shake your world if you, if you, started to even think that way, but you would probably just dismiss me. And that's what happens when we hear things about ourselves that we don't believe. We dismiss it. If someone says you're smart and you don't think that you are, you dismiss it. You might entertain the thought for a minute, but overall, the belief that you have kicks in and that holds true. You know, the belief that one and one equals two versus one and one equals three you know, if I were taught one and one equals three and the two and the three were transposed, you know, that would be my belief and you couldn't shake that from me. So understand that beliefs are very, very important. When I, um, when I talked with the inmates at the Rivers, Riverside County Juvenile Hall group, these are kids that are ranging from age 14 to 20. I think there might be a 21-year-old in there. At some point, they they're no longer juvenile. They get transferred over. They may start there, but 
many of them become um, uh, juvenile lifers, they say. And, and when I see these kids, they are marched in, literally marched in with their hands behind their back. They're not, they're not handcuffed, but they are in single file with their hands behind their back. They cannot swing their arms when they walk. They've got shower shoes on with, with, with socks. Uh, they, don't, they never wear real shoes. And they wear different color uh, shirts, different color T-shirts based on how long they're supposed to be in there. They basically two. They're the green shirts and the yellow shirts. The yellow shirts are going to be there a long time, and the green shirts are probably going to be there for a few weeks to a few months. And, and so you can spot the ones that the lifers right away. Um, and yes, they are a little bit harder. They're harder to reach, and they're a little tougher to talk to. And they will, they will spit back at you, not literally spit, but they will, they will talk back to you uh, within reason. They'll, they'll try to be respectful, but they will challenge you. And I love that because when someone challenges you based on their own beliefs, that is an opportunity. That's an opportunity to show them something that could possibly impact what they believe. And so I love those moments when I get challenged in these workshops with these kids because they absolutely believe something about themselves. And it's an opportunity for me to show them that whatever it is they believe can change. And one of the things that we did um, last week was we talked about the three most powerful letters in the English alphabet. And I may have shared this with you many shows ago, but um, many of you know the answer to this already. If you don't, think about it for a minute. What are the three most powerful letters in the English alphabet? And they wanted to guess. And I asked them that question, and they were talking about you know everything from IOU to uh, <laughs> any number of things. They, they, they were just going on and on. Random letters they would pick up and throw, throw back at me. And they were all very interested in what I thought the three most powerful letters in the English language uh, alphabet were. And, um, and, and what it was and what it is, is the letters I, A, and M. Because when you put those together, it's I am. And that I am starts the foundation. That's your one and one equals two. That is the foundation of your belief in yourself. When you say I am, whatever follows that, is feeding the belief you have in yourself. If you understand that basic principle, that basic mathematical equation of one plus one equals two, when the first time you hear it, you don't believe it. The first time you hear it, you don't get it. Just like a three-year-old, a four-year-old, one plus one equals two, what are you talking about? But when you see it in action and when you hear it over and over and when you begin to know it, experience it and realize that one plus one equals two. I am equals my belief in myself. Now the lights start coming on. And now you can, you can raise your level of consciousness to a higher level of math. You can go into um, more difficult uh, equations, multiplication, division. You can go into I am, then the world opens up to you. Then it's the beginning. But I will tell you this. It has to be a habit for you. 
And if you don't have that habit already of understanding I am is the beginning of your belief system, if you don't have that habit already, that consistent habit of your belief mechanisms, then I am is not going to mean very much to you. You're not going to use it very much. When you try to replace a negative thought with a positive thought, it's not going to come very easy. Start with you. Start with I am. Whatever it is, I am smart, I am pretty, I am rich, I am whatever it is. Start with that. Start with that. Uh, we had a, um, uh, one of the kids um, at the juvenile hall. Uh, he wasn't there this past week, and I'm really sorry he wasn't. I guess he was a short timer, uh, but he was there the week before. And one of the things he said that he wanted for his life was to be a professional basketball player. Now, this is a kid that's probably about 14, 15 years old. He was probably, I don't know, five foot six. He was very short. And the first thing that came to my mind was, you're too short. You can never play basketball. You're too short. I didn't say that to him, but that was, he was holding on to something that was dear for him. It was a dream for him. And I get it. And who am I to tell him anything other than the belief that he's beginning to build for himself around that? And, you know, it was after that when I really started to think about playing basketball, because that's a, that was an absolute joy for me when I was growing up. And I remember when I was growing up, there was a National Basketball Association and professional NBA player named Spud Webb. And Spud Webb was the shortest basketball player to play that game at that time. I think he was 5'6 or 5'7. And Spud Webb made it to the NBA. Spud Webb played professional basketball. Can you imagine growing up and playing in high school or any other, any other place when Spud, Spud Webb said, I will play professional basketball, what kind of response he might have gotten? You're too short. <laughs> you believe that? That'll never happen. So when others say something about you, it doesn't make it true. What you say about you is the only truth that matters. And, oh, by the way, Spud Webb, <laughs> during one, one uh, mid-season break where they had three-point contests and, and all-star games and slam dunk contests, Spud Webb won the, the slam dunk contest against six-foot-nine, seven-footers, six-foot-ten people. Spud Webb won the slam dunk contest. So that tells you how strong belief can be when you believe in yourself. The other thing that uh, I'll just share with you when I was working with these kids, this past uh, week, I had them fill out a form. Uh, and at the top of the form, it said, I believe that I am dot, dot, dot. And so it was for them to fill out to finish that sentence. I believe that I am dot, dot, dot. So we're talking about their belief in themselves. We're talking about the I am statement that's so very powerful, that supports that belief. And each of them uh, filled it out, except for one. One, uh, one of the inmates handed me the piece of paper back and says, I'm not going to fill it out. And I said, that's fine. And I, no, no pressure here. It's not mandatory. In fact, everybody, if you don't want to fill it out, you don't have to fill it out. And if you don't want to turn it back to me, you don't have to turn it back to me. This is for you. 
I want you to start just thinking about this stuff. And so the one person who did not turn it in or did not want to participate in that exercise, um, I had a thought about that person. I thought, oh, they're just being, you know, obstinate. They're, they're pushing back. Oh, okay. He's one that's going to be here a while, so he's just going to flex his, uh, flex his muscles a little bit in this environment the best he can by not participating. So that was my belief, but it was absolutely wrong. <laughs> it was so wrong about him. It, it was amazing. I, I learn every time that I fall victim to this as well. My belief about him was, was absolutely off the mark. We later talked throughout that session about certain things that, we want, that they wanted for their lives. And this one individual spoke up and said, I want to be successful. And I was surprised that he even participated, but he said, I want to be successful. I want to own a business and I want to be successful and make a lot of money and be, you know, just be happy. But he says, I know I can't do that until I learn how to read and write. Wow. Learn how to read and write. That's why he didn't want to fill out the form. That's why he turned, gave me the form back. He could not read what was on it and he could not write what he wanted to write. That just changed. That just shifted my paradigm 180 degrees. So understand this. When you see something that you think you believe about someone else, just hold it as it's a possibility, but it's not necessarily true. Just hold it that way because you might find out something different. My response to that young man was, don't wait. Don't wait until you can read and write to do what it is that you want to do. Don't wait for that moment, because that moment will really never come. Even when you learn to read and write, there will be something else that you'll want to do before you get started on your dream. Don't wait. And he perked up like you wouldn't believe. But that's a story aside. I just want to share with you that giving an excuse why you cannot do something is the closest thing that you have to understanding what your belief is. When you come up with an excuse why you're not going to do something, something you really want to do, that is touching on the belief that you have about that and about yourself. Think about that one while we go on the break. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. I'm going to give you some tools to use to change all that. We'll be right back. Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome to Toginet. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. So what are you putting off doing right now? What is it that that you're putting off? Because you don't have all the pieces in place that you feel that, you know, you, you need something else to, to happen before you're going to be successful at doing whatever that is you're doing. Tell me what it is. What, what is it? Or what it is? What is it that you are putting off? When was the last time you put something off? Because you wanted for everything to be just right before you did it. Or are you, are you waiting to go back to school? and get that degree? Are you waiting to read and write before you go for your dream? Are you waiting to lose a little weight before you do whatever it is you're trying to do? Are you waiting uh, to raise your kids first? You want to want to you know raise your kids before you go after what it is you want? What, whatever it is, what is it that you keep holding on to as a part of your belief, your self-belief, that's keeping you from moving forward with something that you really want to do? You know, I tell you, if you are holding off doing something, it's tied to what you believe. I, I can't put it any clearer than that. You know, it's like, it's like um, I don't know, I was listening to, uh, to a, a song the other day. Uh, I don't know how many of you have ever heard of George Clinton Parliament. Uh, when I was growing up, that was a, a, a group that I listened to. It was very funky music. And there was one line in there that said something about um, you keep waiting for a change. You don't have sense enough to come in out of the rain. You keep waiting for a change. You don't have sense enough to come in out of the rain. And all that means to me is that you're standing in the rain waiting for it to stop. You're standing there trying not to get wet, just waiting for it to stop, when all you really have to do is walk inside, go inside, get out of the rain. If you don't want to get wet, get out of the rain. So, so what are you waiting for? What are you holding off? What is it that you really want to do that you keep holding off? Don't hold off. Don't wait. Unless you truly believe that you're going to fail. I don't know. Maybe it's fear. You know, fear sometimes is, is, is a great demotivator. Fear of failure, fear of embarrassment, fear of rejection. But where does that fear come from? It comes from your beliefs. If you believe that you're going to get burned, you have a fear of fire. If you believe that you're going to get wet, you're going to, you're, you know that you're going to avoid the water. So if you feel you're going to drown, you're not going to jump in the swimming pool. If you have fear, it's based on your belief. Okay? So when we talk about fear, it doesn't, fear doesn't happen before the belief takes place first. Now, I'm putting this in sequence so that you understand the foundation, so that you understand the one plus one equals two of your belief system. So don't wait. What you want to do right now is a good time to say, this is what I want to do. I call this, a, this point a pivot point. This is a point where you can clearly just pivot um, there's, there's quite a bit more than just changing your thoughts, okay? Because we did talk about how long it takes to establish 
the mindset, how long it takes to establish the belief, the habit. Yeah, you know, it's it, replacing those limiting beliefs and those limiting thoughts with empowering thoughts, empowering beliefs is not going to happen overnight. It, it's difficult to do if you don't know how to do it. If you already have a habit, to change that habit is going to be difficult in terms of how much time you have to put in. It shouldn't be very difficult in what you have to do, but it can be difficult because it takes patience. It takes time. You know, if it is already a habit that you have to change your thoughts, to think more positive, I applaud you for that. You know, that gets you that first step. You've taken the first step to eradicating negative thoughts or, or limiting beliefs that hold you back from your greatness. But that is not the answer. That is not the total answer. Just, I'll just, every time I have a negative thought, I'll just put a positive thought in there. That is the first step. And that is an important step. That's why I want you to practice over the next seven days. Yeah, I'm giving you homework. Practice over the next seven days. Every time you have a negative thought about something, replace it with a positive thought. And you're going to miss many negative thoughts along the way. It's not going to happen every time. But when, it, when you catch it and when you remember that you have the opportunity to replace it with a positive thought, then do that. You know, don't wait for the change. Come in out of the rain. Don't wait for the change. Come in out of the rain. So I'm going to uh, share with you uh, at least two things. Uh, hopefully we'll get to both of them. And, and they're kind of combined. So if I can talk about them in, in a sense that makes uh, them combined, we'll do that with the limited time we have left. Um, I'll call them tools that can absolutely change your life. But it takes using these, tool, these tools as a habit. It doesn't mean that I'm going to use this tool today and my belief system is going to change. It means daily. It means every day using the tool. Every day, one plus one equals two. If you do that every day, it could be 21 days. It could be 60 days. It could be 360 days. But if you really do want to change the belief in yourself that will allow you to do the things you've been putting off, that allows you to take that step even though you can't read and write, that allows you to go after that dream because you have these limiting beliefs that are keeping you from doing that. If you really want to make that change, it's up to you. I can't make that change for you and neither can anyone else. No one can tell you, oh yeah, you're great, you're going you're gonna to be successful, go ahead and go for it. Because whatever anyone else says is not going to matter. What matters is the self-talk. It's, what matters is the thought. What matters is the belief. And, but you know what a belief is? It's simply a thought or a set of thoughts that you hold long enough or often enough that it becomes the lens in which you see the world. It becomes the lens in which you look through to see yourself. Let me say that again, because this, this, this might be one of the keys. I never know when I'm throwing a key out there. I just throw stuff out there, and if, if, if this one lands on you, pick it up, use it, unlock the door. A belief is simply a thought or a set of thoughts that you hold long enough or often enough to become the lens through which you see the world or through which you see yourself. 
A belief is simply a thought or a set of thoughts that you hold long enough or often enough to become a lens through which you see the world or which you see yourself. Now, I repeated that several times because I wanted this thought to hit you often enough. And I want you to hear it often enough so that you know what your belief really is. Your belief isn't real. It's just the thoughts that you hold about it being real. All right, I know that's a little deep. But understand it. Understand it because it's so simple. It's one plus one. If you can understand one plus one, we can take the next step to using this tool that can absolutely shift your thoughts. So the shift in your belief is what we're after. So you have to, there's one way to have a shift in belief, and that's to have a series of constant experiences that support or prove your new desired belief. So if you have a, 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 a series of constant experiences that support your new belief, then that will become your new belief. But, you know, it's difficult to arrange to have all these experiences that that support this new belief you want because now you're relying on things outside of you to have these experiences. So if you want to be super intelligent or you want to be, you have the belief that you're super fit or, or super sexy or whatever it is, I mean, you can try to create experiences that support that, but that's kind of difficult to, to do because now you're trying to manipulate the world around you and you're already looking through a lens that, that says something different. But you can have an impact on your inner self-belief system without having to manipulate the world around you. You know, you can't orchestrate the series of experiences, but you can orchestrate the series of thoughts that you have. You can orchestrate how often and how, how long you hold those thoughts because, again, the belief is simply a, a thought or a set of thoughts that you hold long enough or often enough to become the lens in which you see the world or through the lens in which you see yourself. So let's talk about the tool to change the thoughts that you're going to hold over and over and over again. Um, the metaphor that I like to use is a glass of dirty water. So let's just think of your mind as a glass of dirty water. Can you visualize the dirty water? The water that's polluted, and it's, it's in your mind. Your mind is this glass, and it's holding all of these limiting beliefs. The limiting beliefs are your dirty water. So get that image in your mind. Dirty water, limiting beliefs. Now, it would be nice to be able to unscrew the top of our skull and, and just bend over and just pour out all of those negative thoughts, all of those limiting beliefs, and then just fill it back up with whatever beliefs that you want, and then screw the top of your head back on. That would be great. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't do that, because those limiting beliefs are going to sit there, and they're going to sit there, and you don't have a way of emptying them out. So what we're going to do is talk about 
how do you supplant those beliefs? How do you put other thoughts in your mind? How do you put other thoughts in your mind enough that that dirty water becomes clean? If you put that glass of dirty water under a faucet and run clean water in it, right away it's not going to be clean water, but it's going to be a little cleaner. And if you do it often enough, over a longer period of time, that water becomes clean, and that you will end up with a glass of clean water. So the clean water represents the positive beliefs that you desire to have about yourself. What are those beliefs? Name one or two. I am successful. Maybe that's a belief that you want to have that you don't have right now. And you don't even have to be successful to have that thought because the thought is all you're working with. You're not trying to manipulate the world around you to become successful first. You're trying to change the thought. And the thought that you have, we'll call it an affirmation. And when you continue to flow these clean affirmations, the clean water into your mind over and over and over again, these series of thoughts held long enough or often enough will become the lens in which you see the world and which you see yourself. So I encourage you to try affirmations. The other tool that we didn't get to tonight is called visualization. And it works hand in hand with the affirmations. And some of you are more visual. And I would encourage you that, that you research visualization and use that tool. Affirmations and visualizations. Key ways to help change your thoughts and change your belief system in yourself. But it takes doing over and over and over again. 21 days, 300 days. That's it for today. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, everyone. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.